Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. I plan on dying in a very loud and dramatic fashion, not just slowly fading away due to microplastics, so I'm not too worried. But you have them. Isn't that crazy? You've yeah. got them in. You've got the plastics inside of you. I think that you. makes me a very useful piece of Tupperware in a way. You think? Uh-huh. Yeah, because I tend to bottle things up. <laughs> that is. <laughs> yep, you do. <laughs> we did not get hired for the content of our character. We got hired because we're tall, handsome, and Audrey's pretty. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> Is that why we got hired? Yeah, maybe. It's not the content of the show? Probably not. Okay. Dave, Dave and Mahoney. Think about how good it would be for me and Audrey if you died of a heart attack live on air. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone would know about this. I show. would freak out. Are you kidding me? With joy? Do you think I handle you'd panic situations? You, you'd get a raise. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Mahoney. What? You forget. I know I look like a man, but I am still a woman. They will never give me more money. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. All right. No. This is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends, and thank you for joining us. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? We've seen a lot of stupid deer over the years where they will jump through a window and freak out. I mean, the one that I I remember the most distinctly, the video that went viral, was the one that went into the hair salon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember that one? I mean, these people are just sitting there in their little chairs. Crashes through the plate glass window and then can't out, get up. And, and then just, yeah, slipping all over the place and then just jumps back out and runs away. And we see that all the time. And when I first saw the story about how a deer Kool-Aid manned his way into a house in Texas, I thought, well, here we go. Another stupid deer goes crashing through a window and freaks out, maybe kind of trashes the place and then sprints out of there. Oh, no. Authorities in Texas responded to a home in spring where a deer had crashed through a window, ended up inside the house, and they said he Kool-Aid manned right through the front window. So he did a typical deer thing, but this deer is like, well, that's pretty nice. I'm going to hang out here for a little while. Mm-hmm. The livestock deputies from the uh, Harris County Precinct 4 arrived at the scene, uh, had to sedate the deer and release it safely back into the wild after ad- administering an antidote to it. Uh, the homeowner acknowledged that the considering the situation, the damage to her home could have been worse, but she wasn't there when all of this happened. So the deer busted into her house, spent the night. And they, the cops didn't shoot that deer? No. Like, at least give me some deer meat, man. Like, you're going to come in here, you're going to trash my house, and then you're just going to sedate that deer? So I guess this girl had spent the night at her boyfriend's house and came home and found this deer. Yeah, the first, the front window smashed, so she's terrified, thinking there might be somebody in her house or she'd been burglarized yeah. or whatever. Realized that there was just a deer, but I'm with you, Mahoney. Wait, so you're telling me... She was so terrified that she went in. I guess. Oh, that's how you get killed, girl. Yeah. You've Come never on, seen Ed. one horror movie one ever. Horror film. Let me let me go hide from the killer in the basement, <laughs> or run upstairs, or something. In the dark. Yeah. No, but yeah. And in, in this case, she uh, she found the deer in the house, and I'm I'm with you, Mahoney. Like if I if there's a deer that's in my house. Uh, and I come home, there better be a freezer full of venison. That's right. Because yeah, what do you, what do you mean? They just let this deer go. Yeah, they got a great Criminal. little barbecue shop up there in Spring uh-huh. Corkscrew Barbecue. Mm! Venison burgers. Oh yeah. I'm oh in. my gosh, that's all we. Because my high school was called the Buckhorn Bucks because there were so many deer and bucks around the, our high school. The thing was, you would just grill venison burgers every single Friday. Those things yep. are so good. So this is uh, this is pretty uh, pretty wild. There is a person in the United States that is having a parade thrown on their behalf because who's that? She is one hundred and sixteen years. That's old. That's an old ass lady. Yeah. Why are we throwing her a parade? She's gonna be dead soon. You she turned... is probably translucent. You know how your thin your skin gets so thin when you get it's old. Weird, she probably right? just looks like a vein. Like she doesn't want a parade. She just wants to die. She just wants to sit. She was born in nineteen oh eight. Ew. 
she has seen the first world war. She's seen it all, man. Accurate. Oh. Accurate. Accurate. She, That's she, so gross. She, she has seen all of history. Yeah. All of yeah. it. Spanish flu. I mean, legit has seen two pandemics in her life. So during the, the COVID-19 pandemic, her annual birthday celebration was transitioned to a drive-by parade. Uh, but since they, you know, everything is back now, she's able to have a real-life parade. And yeah, 116 years old, the second oldest person alive on planet Earth. And she is reportedly looking forward to the carrot cake that was promised by her family for the occasion. That is such an old person cake, and I love it. I know. Like, like seriously, whenever the, the every 100-year-old, 116-year-old uh-huh. dies along with her, unfortunately, um, carrot cake might go instinct. So you wouldn't want to live to be 116 even if hey, you got parades and carrot cake? No. <laughs> no, man. no, I'm so good on that. <laughs> You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Man, it sucks to be Patrick Mahomes this week because of his goofy-ass dad. And it's one thing if you do Come something on, embarrassing. Dad. I know it's your dad. Like, I mean, seriously. I mean, maybe is he? Uh, he's important too, right? His no. dad no. was like he wasn't like a professional. No, he, played, he was he a was professional, professional baseball oh, okay. player. Yeah, but yes. I mean, like the, the reason why I asked that is because he should understand that he needs to probably be on his best behavior right before his son is about to go to the Super Bowl. So that's the thing is that if this was any other week, it wouldn't really matter. It's like, yeah, Patrick Mahomes Sr. got a DWI in Texas. Who cares? But this is the week where Patrick Mahomes has to basically for an entire week be in front of a camera with reporters asking him a billion questions. And you know that there's going to be a handful of reporters that just have to ask him about his dad getting a DUI. And this guy can't catch a break if it's his wife, if it's his brother, if it's now his dad. Everyone around Patrick Mahomes. His mom seems pretty all right. I mean, but this is because we don't know anything about her. Maybe I mean, she's a world-class douche, I too. I don't know. She's kind of hot. Gave, she gave birth to Jackson Mahomes. She I'd can't be it. that cool. <laughs> His mom, not Jackson. What? What? His mom, not yeah. Jackson? No, yeah. Jackson's a douche. No, I'm saying. She's I, a douche well, because she gave she birth hot. to him. That's what I was saying. Oh, oh, well, I mean, Jackson's a good-looking guy. No, he's not. <laughs> uh, they're goofy. He, he they're, looks- goof- they're goofy as hell. They Unfortunately, they look more like their dad, yeah. like facially, than their mom, you yeah. know, because he's got that very distinctive face. And this is bad news. I mean, this is not only, like, this is his third DUI, I believe, in Texas. He spent, yeah. I think, 40 days in a Texas jail for the last one, and now he's going to face two to ten years of not jail time, prison time. Whoa. You don't think he gets out of this? It's, I mean, a case that's this high profile. Yeah. It's uh, Texas. It's Texas. Yeah, it's Texas. And Patrick Mahomes is... Tied into Taylor Swift, so they, of course they they're gonna throw they're gonna think he's the the Antichrist. They're uh-huh. gonna probably throw the book at his dad. Oh, I mean, I mean honestly though, kind of deserved. Yeah, three stop times, driving. Three got enough, times you, in one state. You got enough money to take an Uber, bro. Well, yeah, and I mean we we talk about that a lot. You know, we see all these celebrities that get busted for for DUI, and I'm sure that some of them probably don't plan on going out and getting hammered, and that leads to yeah, the bad decisions. Yeah, I mean, decisions. like everybody, that's everyone, right? You, everyone you, sometimes get a little too excitable. Just one drink, right? Just one drink, but uh, but yeah, you should know better. And when you're talking about, there's no excuse for it, right? When you're talking about three DWIs in Texas, like so that's, now he's not going to be able to see his son play the Super Bowl. Uh, I think he's he out. He got let out? Right? Yeah, he's he's, mm-hmm. he's out. So he'll be able to, but I don't imagine, like, if you're Patrick Mahomes, you got to be like, hey, Dad, like, don't come to the game, right? No, you would he's, say, think, he's going. You think? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, maybe man. he's got a ticket. And but... also, like, Taylor Swift's people are like, yeah, he, he ain't going in that suite. I mean, you've got the, oh, you've got, got, you got the douchey suite. brother. You've got the dad. Like, there's already enough people that they got to keep away. Oh, man. You're right. Patrick Go Mahomes. Go hang out with the Kelseys. 
Pat, poor Patrick Mahomes. I never yeah. really felt bad for a guy who's you know, arguably the MVP And of the one league. of the nicest guys in the league. But just seems like a really nice guy, and he is surrounded by world-class douchebags. Well, but you guys know that Taylor Swift has, like, a secret handshake with Britney and, like, Jackson. Like, they've been fil- filmed, like, dapping each other up I know. And stuff, I, feel like so. that's, I feel like that's bad for Taylor Swift's brand. Not that she needs my opinion on anything, but I... The, the people that she is surrounding herself I mean, with, the, I don't think that she His wife she is fine, to. you know, like she, she, she's, she, she's just wife. douchey, yeah. you know, in her own way, but whatever, but not a bad person. Yeah. That, there's a difference. Oh, I think we're just used to seeing, to, to be fair with Brittany, real quick, I feel like we're just so used to seeing boring wives who aren't really fans of the sport. She is a absolute heckler. Yeah. If I were behaving like that and I wasn't a famous person, I would just be just, a fan. She's just a fan of sports I'm, and her husband. I'm yeah. fine with literally almost everything that she's done except for don't spray the crowd with champagne. Don't That's spray, a dick spray the champagne on the poor people. On the, on, on, what do you mean? I'd be out underneath yeah. trying to catch it with my mouth. <laughs> You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Uh, just wondering, I heard your commercial for FanDuel, and you made reference to the Super Bowl. I must say, you are the only folks that I've heard in recent years who've used the term Super Bowl. Wondering if uh, FanDuel or yourselves have uh, licensing agreements with the NFL or uh, has that uh, stringent guideline been been relaxed lately? Um, anyway, that's it. You guys have a great day. Take care. Bye. Message deleted. They have definitely not been relaxed at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's no way they would ever relax those. No, I mean, FanDuel is an official partner of the NFL, so they're allowed to use the uh, the marks of the that's NFL. That's how that works. Yeah, because they, they pay a lot of money in order to do that. I got FanDuel over the weekend. You signed up for FanDuel. I sure did. I said, I was teasing Dave. I was like, all of those commercials that I've heard you guys cut every day finally got me. And (laughs) you placed a bet? And I lost that bet. Ah, Ah, Never bet on your own team. Never bet against your team. You going to do the kick of destiny? I was thinking about it, so I was I was a little confused. I don't understand it, so I'm gonna have to go through and kind well, of like just figure Gronk out. I guess. Yeah. Gronk trying goal. to kick a field goal. What's yeah. there to be confused about? He tried it last year. He missed. Yeah, so he's been left. training. So he hopes to uh, have some redemption this year. What does he go out and? What kind of music do you think he would go out to and train to kick the I field goal? I don't think Gronk trains for this at all. No, <laughs> I don't think that he cares one bit whether or not he makes his kick. But if you want to bet on that, that is uh, that is available. Yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, I guess the prop betting for this Super Bowl is already like smashing records Through too. The roof. Like it's already I've been, just that's all nuts. I did was just prop bets. I mean, that's the way to do it, man. Like that. The fun. Thing, I mean, the you don't care about like, either of these teams that are in the Super well, Bowl. Well, it's pretty evenly matched, anyways. I mean, like there wasn't like much of a payout because I'm not putting a bunch of money down on anything because uh, I'm new here. <laughs> I like that uh, with the Super Bowl. There's like seven bets that you can make before they even kick the ball off. Right. <laughs> there's right? So much stuff to bet on. Please leave a message. This is for Dave. Buddy, it is time to put the foot down. Absolutely time to put the foot down. I don't know about not having to bring the puppy with her every single time, but this right here sounds like to me she's doing a secret battle without saying a word, but she's pushing her limits to see how far she can push it before you push back. I go ahead and say something now before it gets over the top. I love how brave everybody is here. He's talking about my mother-in-law being in town. She brought her dog with her. She's been here for like two and a half weeks. 
Uh, you know, here's the thing. You are married to your wife. Yeah. You love your wife. Uh, your wife's much better than you. Yeah. Much prettier. <laughs> that's true. Jeez. Much nicer. No, that's, uh, this is all I have. And she's, uh, you know, she's, she's, she's pretty great. Yeah. And you, um... Uh, I've known you for 20 years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think you're very all right. Thank you. But, like, yeah, everybody's, everybody's big and bad when you're like, let's, yeah, go fight up, go create a super awkward, uh, hostile environment. Not with hostile. You. That's how, I mean, that's uh, how these things become. Yeah. With somebody who you are going to be around Forever. for the, Forever. for a, for many more years. See, I'm, maybe it's because I'm a woman and I'm thinking of it from a woman's perspective. Because, you know, maybe I'm thinking of it from, like, a daughter's perspective. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I have I have a Shelly. My mother's the Shelly. You know yeah. what I mean? So maybe that's how I'm but thinking. Your I'm just trying to gash you. Though. I'm trying to gash you up, Dave. But your 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 mom is different than your partner's mom. So I can't... See, that totally... And, and, that, exactly. and that is a big, big... Like, Very good you point. can talk trash. Like, family, like, direct family, blood family, like, you can have your arguments and whatever. But you the can moment, say my... my parent or whatever it is is annoying but i can't say your parent is annoying. See, but i mean like she doesn't find her mom annoying you know what i mean like because it's yeah. her mother you know so yeah. it's interesting interesting little di- uh, dilemma you so found I yourself can't in. can't say for certain but i'm pretty sure uh that button the little dog in question here uh peed in my office <gasps> oh hell I, I haven't found it yet how did the door the Dave. door I, I didn't close the door but but you know, Shelly's kind of been in and out of the office as well. I think and doors are the issue here. Doors. It's not Shelly. It's not buttons. It's the doors. You need your thumbprint back on, like your spy door. That's what I need. You used to have one of those in your old house, and you need to do the thumbprint again, your James Bond 007 need entry. To bring it back. You do. Need to bring it back. Please leave a message after the tone. Okay, who was your first celebrity crush? Mine was Alyssa Milano from Who's the Boss. We were about the same age. Oh. Message deleted. Mine was Jack Black because he punted that dog off the bridge in Anchorman. <laughs> <laughs> was he the one who punted the dog? It was. He was the, he was the, he was the guy on the Harley. Baxter, he punted Baxter. Uh, he punted Baxter, Baxter off the corner on a bridge. so long. I also love Jack Black, yeah. though. <laughs> I listened to Tenacious D's mm. tribute last night. That's yeah. so my good. Flag. I was just like, man, this is... Greatest song in the world. Um, for me, there's, you know, you go Kelly Kapowski, you know, Tiffany Amber Thiessen from, uh, you, you you take her from Saved by the Bell, you know. I mean, that's, she was, as a young boy growing up in the 80s, the pinnacle of beauty, Yeah, I would say for me. Uh, I mean, and still boy, is. Boy Meets World, Topanga, sure. I mean, of course, is A little older. We were a little older at that point. I was point. so jealous. If I, if we're thinking about people who I would try like to emulate and never could, yeah. because I just, every girl everywhere was like, that hair is so pretty. She is so pretty. I know, but she is married to a world-class douche. I mean, just the douchiest of douche. But I mean- which sucks that, because it's like she is beautiful, still is, looks the exact same. Very talented. Yep. She's out there like directing stuff now. She's very good at what she does. So but. why is he a douche? Because he's with Topanga? No. no he got, he got caught up in all this stuff mm. where I, I think that he faked this whole thing where he said he found like shrimp in his cinnamon toast crunch. And then started oh. posting it like all these women who he was gaslighting kind of came out, came out like, on next. Hey. Who knows if any of it is true or not, but it uh, it was a bad look. Bad uh, look. Yikes. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. if you found cinnamon or if you found shrimp in your cinnamon toast crunch, I feel like that is an alarming thing. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, except for if you didn't and, and you're just said that you did because you're trying to be funny on the internet and then you get outed for it and then you double down and then everyone comes out and talks about 
what a world-class douche you are. Yeah. All these people that he dated for years. But then that's whenever you just pan to your wife. But look at my wife. Ah, still one. (laughs) You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So, Mahoney, I've got to hand it to you, man. Uh, we were on a flight together, Mahoney and I, and, uh, I mean, it was, a, it was a short flight. It was like 45 minutes, mm-hmm. or it was supposed to be. Uh, got, got a little bit delayed, but uh, Mahoney gets on the plane and just gets right to it. I mean, immediately pulls out his little Pluto pod thing. The and thing if you're that not, looks like a Squid Games helmet. Yes, if you're not familiar with it, if you haven't seen the picture that Mahoney posted on social, I mean, it wraps over your eyes and it goes over your ears. Now, you've got the noise-canceling headphones on first, and then you put the Pluto pod over it, so it totally blinds you, Yep. and you can't hear anything either. And, I mean, you talk about a man that is a master at relaxation. I mean, granted, it's not the coolest-looking thing. Oh, I give a damn. That, that I've ever seen, but, boy, this flight got delayed by two hours. about two hours yeah. sitting on the tarmac. Oof. Yeah. And I slept for the vast majority of those two hours. Mahoney was snoring. (laughs) Two hours just sitting on the tarmac? Yeah. That's why. For a 45-minute flight? Y'all could have just driven and been there. I know. In another hour. It was a pain. But I couldn't have slept. So that's the thing. If Dave drove, you know, Dave wouldn't. Well, you guys are both kind of like type A whenever it comes to road trips. You both like driving. So that would have been tough. I I also, if I could fly in 45 minutes versus a five-hour drive, I'd much rather fly. But for me... The the pod, Dave, also has like a neck support, which is oh, does very it? important. Yeah, oh. yeah, that's like because you, when you you velcro it, it velcros under your chin, so it it, it kind of replaces those goofy neck, neck pillow pillows. Things. So it's, yeah. it's a neck oh, pillow nice. slash isolation hood. Yeah, uh, not that kind of racist isolation hood, uh, <laughs> but it's a it, it cuts out noise and sound and light, which are the things that you know if you are listening to music, which <laughs> I, I was said that. Yeah. There's several types. It's great for relaxation, and if you happen to have a rally later, See, it works fine. He said hood. I just thought it looked like he was like his head was uncircumcised. It was just like this, and he went, that he went Klansman. Like. Yeah. I so, went uncircumcision. And, and it's not that I didn't want to like talk to Dave because you know, but like here's the thing: we had just gotten done with the show. We've we'd spent the last five hours together. Talk We've funny. talked about everything that had happened for the day, anything else that we have to talk about. But I also put it on very early because, I mean, we sat down. Dave took the aisle. I took the window. And I put it on because I was hoping that nobody would sit in the middle seeing me totally like a crazy person. And there was a a girl that asked if she could have the middle seat. And just to give you an idea of what she looked like, she was wearing a full denim romper sort of thing. It was like a... it was a one piece. I love that. And it was full denim. Uh, she's pretty attractive, probably, you know, early 40s type of thing. And here's where I have to call Mahoney out for being a liar, is that Mahoney snoozing this entire time, even while we're stuck on the tarmac for two hours. It was great. I, I, I was rested. I'm playing Candy Crush all stressed because my phone's getting low on charge, you know, like I'm Because <laughs> you can't life. put your phone down. I can't put my phone down. What the hell <laughs> what else am I going to do? What are, you, what are you talking about? And Mahoney says that when he's on flights, no one ever talks to him. After this flight is finally wrapped up, we land and everything else. You know, we're a couple hours late. So everyone's pretty anxious to get off the plane. But Mahoney, that's the Velcro undoing of the Pluto pod, takes the Pluto pod off. And that girl could not wait. To ask him about to it? start chatting Mahoney up about that wonderful piece of manufactured because glory. you have to ask questions. 
I would I would be just like her. First of all, Dave, the fact that you didn't just simply scoot over and you sat her in the middle is hilarious. There is no chance that would happen. What are you talking about? <laughs> just First off, I your did, friend. I wouldn't I would don't want to sit that close to Mahoney to begin with. Oh my yeah. We don't need to be touching arms on a flight. What do you mean? They do that to me on flights. I always have to sit in the middle. Sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> Get a better boarding group. <laughs> but as it turns out, she wasn't hitting on him. She was just a Klansman. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Oh, my God. Would you people shut up? Dave and Mahoney. Stories about people who read at a fourth grade level. As you can see, this here is my trunk. It's the Redneck Report yeah. on Dave and Mahoney. So we have a little bit of a follow-up here because, you know, we're good reporters, Mahoney. The uh, the stolen Snoop Dogg bobblehead that got lifted from the uh, the restaurant, the Cantina Laredo, uh, has been returned. It is a $1,250 three-foot-tall Snoop Dogg bobblehead that got stolen from a restaurant, I imagine, by a patron that went a little too hard on the paint on I the dollar margaritas. a screen cap of the guy who stole the Snoop Dogg bobblehead, yep. and he was wearing, like, a ski mask, like a balaclava. Yeah. So I'm shocked that they were able to find this gentleman who had stolen this bobblehead. Fingerprints. How how did that happen, The general manager mentioned the strong connections that patrons have with the statue. I guess somebody ended up diming this guy out after the story went national. It turns out this guy's kind of a a dirtbag, has a history of DUI manslaughter. He's going to be back in court in March. So He's he's a a pretty bad dude. manslaughter to stealing a Snoop Dogg bobblehead feels like a stretch. Well, if you already have a whole lot of problems in your life, like maybe don't be stealing Yeah, but I mean, is the solution to your problems Snoop Dogg bobblehead? That's it. Yep, three that's, foot that's tall. What, that's what makes your life better. That's yep. so foot. weird. Yeah. yeah, like a miniature. Well, I mean, well, a large. Good, I guess bobbleheads. Good work to the authorities for getting to the bottom of this. And thanks to the public for uh, diamond amount. So, Mahoney, your, uh, your home state of Missouri has mm-hmm. an interesting idea. There is a, uh, a state senator that has suggested, I guess this is not going to actually be positioned as a potential law because it got shot down pretty quickly. But the okay. fact that anyone in this day and age would suggest this as an idea is surprising. What happened? Uh, Well, this senator said that if there is an argument between two senators and one of the senators has has uh, damaged the other senator's reputation beyond repair, that they should bring back something that they used to do in the olden days, which is having a literal duel at high noon, I'm here for this. I am too. Let's kill all the <laughs> like. Let them, let them, let them, let them go. Let them go after each other. Yeah. Like, like bros. Like, you know what? You can't. Somehow, this is not the stupidest idea I've heard suggested by a politician, even just today. So, uh, did did we get to pick? Is it swords? Is it pistols? Is it hand to hand combat? They said that they would determine the weapon of choice whenever they establish the duel. So uh-huh. it may actually be. Pistols, or that could be those canes with the sword inside it. I do love a, a, cool. a cane, yes. Mm-hmm. Secret sword cane, yeah, yeah love wow. that. That's strong. Just sitting here thinking about some of our politicians uh, and how slow that duel would be. <laughs> like, I mean, if it was swords, I don't even know if they have the strength. Can you imagine Biden and Trump <laughs> dueling? <laughs> well, I, I don't, I, yeah. I'll, I'll reserve my my commentary on that, but yes, I can. I'm even thinking like Mitch McConnell. <laughs> yeah, man, he, he turtles up. He turtles up. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm just there's just there's a certain age range of individuals who I'm, I'm imagining in this duel, and it's it's rather slow. <laughs> so I don't know what kind of drugs were involved here. I'm not even sure if there there was drugs involved for sure. But a 37 year old by the name of Richard Ray West, 37 years old is accused of firing 127 rounds from a 40 cal handgun 
back on January 18th. And the reason why is he said that there was ninjas that were pursuing So him. 127 rounds, and you're thinking, what, most? I mean, out of, like, probably, like, a Glock? Well, how many is in a magazine? I mean, you're 16, thinking, what? probably. Maybe? Yeah. 14? I mean, so what, what, is, what does he have, like, an arsenal on his chest? Yeah, a bandolero of, <laughs> of, 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 of hang... Gun clips. <laughs> it's so bizarre. He shot through doors, windows, and walls. Stole a 1987 Honda motorcycle yeah, after yeah. the shooting. Uh, he's been what? Sh- <laughs> I don't know, man. And he was shooting at ninjas. According to him, I think he was just really high. I mean, he he's charged with destroying property, including a mini fridge, a microwave, a metal desk, a television, a space heater, and computer That's towers. Still not enough damage for 127 rounds. Yeah. Wait, what? Can you go through the list of things he shot? Because we were saying that he thought that they were all ninjas. Ninjas, yeah. Okay. So he shot a mini fridge. Could okay. be easily mistaken for a ninja. <laughs> microwave. Sure. Very ninja-like. Uh-huh. Yep. Not stealth, oh! actually, no. He was shooting the ninja kitchen appliances. I see. <laughs> That's what it was. Dave and Ed Mahoney. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So I know that every relationship is unique and that everyone's got their own rules when it comes to what you're allowed to do and what you're not allowed to do. And there's some people that get, you know, really jealous about uh, their significant other watching even like adult films. Right. You know, Uh, but I'm curious what you guys think about this. And Audrey, would you consider this to be cheating if this is something that your husband did? So there is a Berlin based establishment named Cyber Brothel or Cybrothel. It is open as the world's first AI brothel where clients interact with life-size adult dolls equipped with virtual reality headsets for an immersive experience. So you're you're hooking up, you're going through the act, but you're not actually doing it with another person. It's all AI. It's It feels as real as possible according to how not. they set this up. The dolls, which are very classy. They're sure they are. Bimbo and Ms. Schmidt. They do not move or speak, but clients engage with them virtually. And See, this to me seems like this is in an area of person. You asked me if I ever felt like if it was to be cheating, if it was my husband. Yeah. To be quite honest, this just would never be my husband. <laughs> like, I would yeah. never be attracted to somebody who would find porn and the voyeurism of porn versus, like, the actual act of a, bo- of a quote-unquote body yeah. that is not moving is I could forgive, freaky to me. I could probably forgive cheating. I couldn't forgive this. I, that's what I'm saying, <laughs> this man. This is worse. Much worse. Absolutely this is so not. much worse. Can you, can you imagine if you got busted and... I mean, you know, I guess it's legal. I mean, because obviously if they have yeah, this of course. thing that... Yeah, I mean, and, it's, you're not having... And also, yeah, I mean, it's weird, right, yeah. in, in a lot of ways. But can you imagine if this came up in divorce court? You know, because so much stuff gets dragged sure, out and, sure. and it gets aired out. And there's like just a all, politician. It's oh, my can God. It's the, this would be so much worse than cheating. I'm, I'm with you guys. It's so I, much worse. It, it's just something that's just it's not in the realm of real, literally, uh-huh. to uh, want to enact with a inanimate object to me personally yeah if you I, are really weird to me if you were single and whatever that you do you but like if you're in a relationship in this that it's just it's just too weird for me yeah i mean they they're they cautioning even the people that i guess work here and, and a bunch of experts are saying uh, a lot of people are relying too much on ai and adult films and everything like that to replace genuine intimacy yes but this is just gone Way too far. I mean, without getting on a soapbox, you guys hear me talk about it all of the time. Loneliness is an epidemic, and we are unable to have just genuine or genuine or real conversations with 
anyone anymore. And I think this is just removing us so much. I mean, porn to a degree in itself without the act of having a AI body underneath you like that's already removing you so much put a a limp doll in the equation i can't i cannot fathom it yeah i'm not like like like, i mean i know there's the dudes with the vr headsets and stuff at at home the oculus or the uh the oculus (laughs) uh but you know uh that that's that's pretty weird too but man uh, this that this 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 brothel whole new level of loserness no kidding man this is the dave and mahoney show new message call the dave and mahoney show voicemail 833-YO-DUMMY that's 833-963-8669 what's better the cheddar biscuits from red lobster or the breadsticks at olive garden message cheddar biscuits from red lobster are the goat i will tell you this so for many years many uh, Christmas Eves, my uh, I had a couple guy friends. We would all get together. Mm-hmm. We would put on ugly Christmas sweaters. This is before ugly Christmas sweaters were a thing. You guys led, led the charge. We on did yeah. before it got too commercialized. So hipster of you. When you had to go to like Goodwill or like uh, Mervin's to find a, a horrible sweater, you couldn't just buy it off of some app. No, we can. But I we don't would even go like those anyway. But we would go to we would go to Red Lobster and get drunk as hell off of their like drink menu. So it was always like hurricanes and whatever their like ocean breeze drinks. It was the, the fruitiest, sugariest drinks, and then we would just eat a hundred Cheddar oh. Bay biscuits. Don't leave out it. the important part of that story. You would do all of this on Christmas Eve. Right. And then you'd go to the strip club. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just smelling like red lobster and cheddar biscuits. Just drunk on just... and lits. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! Just drinking forties. So... We would then we would drink forties in the because uh, there was no liquor allowed in this strip club. So oh, we would just one of the drink. Good ones, huh? yeah, yeah. So we would just drink uh, Mickey's forties uh, in the parking lot. I love just going back in time, thinking about everyone's twenties. Yeah. Because Dave, you're a father of four now. Uh-huh, I cannot yeah. even imagine you in your twenties. Same Dave with never, you, Mahoney. Dave never went. I Dave, never did. Dave, Dave uh, never. It was Dave never went. That was my buddy, Nasty Nate. Nasty Nate. But, I'll, I'll, good lord, with a name like that, I feel like that's the only place you're allowed in. Just a, rolling <laughs> into this all nude strip club, puffy and drunk. Oh, man, so Christmas bloated Eve. on biscuits. Christmas Eve. <laughs> We would get done with our family stuff because the family stuff happened during the day. Can you imagine just unzipping your pants later that day and just like, oh, the the dough, the yeast. Can you, like, dudes are so, we're so ratchet, man. Like, we'd get drunk oh. on the cheapest, crappiest thing that we could, eat all the Cheddar Bay biscuits, and then be like, but I'm also horny. You know what I need on Christmas Eve? Beer, biscuits, boobs. And that, this was like, I think we did this for like three Doesn't or four years in a row. Uh, and it was I all I I will tell you look forward I look forward and I would year, tell huh? other friends yeah. and it grew over the years that we were doing that and even like women started coming along too. Oh, it. yeah, so it was ruined it was inclusive. It. <laughs> I love that. I mean, I don't know why you said it ruined it. I've been to a strip club it. a time, I know. and it's always fun. It's always different. Is it different when it's girls different. are there? Yeah, it's different. Oh. It's not the same, not but the same. also like. <laughs> Yeah. Ew, I don't want to think about that. Yeah. No, it's, it's no, nothing. No, it's not. That, like, it's no, not. It's just, just dudes not. having dudes days. Yeah, just dudes being dudes. Because you want to see your, because like if your wife's there. And if your significant other's there, you're, you're always pretending like you're disinterested and everything. And then the, what's the point? And then like there? you can't even like make fun <laughs> of your like friend who is the skis ball. Yes. Like, yeah, so it's, it's just not the same. Please leave a message after the tone. 
Hey, guys, that uh, whole thing about Taylor Swift being at the Super Bowl, if they want to maximize the uh, ratings on the show and get everyone in the world to watch, they should just bump whoever is doing the halftime show, have her walk on, do a few songs. They'd have the demographic from seven-year-olds all the way up. Yeah. Message deleted. Genius, but she said no. She, they offered it to her, and she just turned it down. I mean, she's the one artist who doesn't need the Super Bowl. But she's also playing in Tokyo. Like, I mean, she had already had an entire world tour this is set even, up. Even before that, like when they offered it to her, I mean, she is the literally probably the one artist who does not need any more promotion. I am so glad that she said no because there's all of these stupid conspiracy theories about how all of this is rigged and the the whole thing is set up. You know, for political reasons or whatever. No, it's not. But also, Have you seen how our government runs? You think our government could rig football games? Can you imagine how much more gas those stupid conspiracy theories? Mobsters could. Mobsters could absolutely. Not our government. No. Which means our mobsters should run our government. I agree. Uh, Can can you imagine how much more steam those conspiracy theories would have, though, if she was playing the Super Bowl halftime show and then the Chiefs did make the Super Bowl? How exhausting that would be? She'd never do it because they don't get paid. Yeah, she needs to get paid. Yeah, yeah, Usher's about to go and do it for free. Well, but there's a difference. I mean, I like Usher, and I think his body of work speaks for itself. It's good, you know. But Usher is performing, you know, he's got a residency at... Uh, Dolby what, Live. Yeah, yeah, which is the Monte Carlo, which is now, I forget what casino Park it is. Park MGM, you're doing yeah, great. Yeah, Park MGM. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> or you could be selling out stadiums worldwide. There's a difference in, in the caliber of Absolutely. artists. Yeah. I mean, but, I mean, if she were to do it, you'd have to pay her. Yes. And she's not going to go out there for free. Yeah, you gotta, She's yeah. just not. You should have given her the Washington Commanders. <laughs> just give her a team. Just give her a team. Hey, Dave, it's me. Your balls. Let me know when you'd like me to come back around. I could stop by. We could have a little chat with your uh, wife and her mother. Also, you know, that thing with uh, with your thumb. Keep doing it. I think it's working. Message I will say, Dave, your balls very articulate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they speak well. Why do my balls have an accent? <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. You know the songs, but do you know them when they sound this bad? These are the days it never rains but it pours. It's it's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Tammy is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. How are you, Tammy? I'm doing good so far. Excellent. 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. Let the full 30 seconds play out before you make your guess. Got a couple lifelines. Should it be necessary, but you're trying to get three out of the four. We have one that has two views today. We have another one that has 13,000 views. Oh, so wow. Kind of all over the place. Yeah, wide range. And we're going to start here with, yeah, with the first one here that has 13,000 views. So good luck. Here we go. Actually recorded under Whoa. the sea. Like, what that are you was talking tough. about? Oh, 13,000 views? Why? I had to turn my headphones way up. Me and Mahoney both went to go grip the nozzle, the knob Morning, over here. I can't help you on this one at all. Okay. Uh, do you know Tammy or do you, do you need some help? I don't know if Audrey can help I, out or not. I have no clue what that was. It was just so, do- it was I, so I deep. Tell. His voice Nothing. was so deep. I, I thought, I thought, I, I, thought yeah. I had it in the first five seconds, but then it was not. Yeah. 
I thought it was creep from uh, Radiohead, but that's, that is it's not. That's it's not. not that, yeah. I knew it wasn't after five seconds. I have no idea what thirteen thousand people decided to view that what online. I am shocked. That was. Yeah, people are strange by the doors. Is what that was oh, supposed what? to be. Yeah. Hey, I wait. never want to. Can got we that. get another five seconds sure. of that so that we can try and figure out yeah. where the doors is in that? Uh huh. Right? Never, Never in a million years. That. Not no. a chance. Whoa. Even knowing that, it's that song. Never. Okay. Nope. All right. Nope. So we'll, uh, nope. we'll just move on to the next one here. This one's got 5,700 views. Let's have a, uh, a listen. This is AI Elvis doing this one. Stop it right there. That's 30 seconds. Over to you, Tammy. Uh, oh, God. I just had it at the tip of my tongue. Um, Def Leppard. Mm-hmm. Pour some sugar there on There we me. go. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> That's hard, too. Um, that was no tough. how I got that. No clue how I got that. I mean, bravo, Tammy. Bravo. Well, I don't really like the AI, Ooh. Frank Sinatra, Elvis. It feels like such stolen valor to me. Fair. I mean, I'm okay with, like, you know, the new Beatles song that they pushed out, yeah. you know, a while back. Like, I, I heard it again uh, not too long ago with my wife, and I was, like, explaining it to her. Like, that's the kind of AI I'm here for where you can use it to, like, fix old demo tapes. But, like, trying to recreate somebody like this, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it's ever going to catch on. Yeah, call, me, call me old-fashioned. I really like alive people. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Okay. okay. Here, we, here we go, Tammy. On to number three. This one is the one that has a total of two views on it, and we were one of them. Here oh, we go. Great. Yeah. For that. This is why you don't let your recorder player in your band uh, also engineer the album. Yeah, right. Uh, because man, that is uh, that was way out of way. That is probably my favorite band of all time, and that made me angry. That yes. gave me anxiety. Don't do that, uh, Tammy. Do you know it, or do you need yeah. some help on that one? I need help because all I could hear was the recorder. I, I couldn't really hear anything else. I got you on this one, Tammy. That is uh, wherever I may roam. By Metallica. Big winners at the Grammys on Sunday. Yeah, well Best, done. Best uh, metal album. Mm -hmm. uh, Which, okay, sure it was. Sure. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. All right, so Tammy, you got two correct. That means that the last one here, you also have to get a full point on. Audrey is still available as a lifeline. Oh, uh, this one's got 803 views on it, and it's from MJ Gaming Guitarist, so we know it's going to be good. Here oh, we go. Living on a lighted stage approaches the unreal. But those who think and feel in touch with some reality beyond the gilded cage. Casting this unlikely role, illiquid.
equipped to act with insufficient tact. One must put up barriers to keep oneself intact. I feel like we need to arrest some of these people. Um, okay, Sammy, I, I think, agree. I think I heard you say that you know this one. Uh, for the win, if yeah. you get this right, what is it? Rush Limelight. There it is. Well done. Fantastic performance today. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Mahoney, how would you describe Chris to somebody if they didn't know Chris, our producer? <sighs> That's a good question, Dave. I would say, you know, he's a nice guy. <laughs> Thank you. Ouch. Thank you. He's nice. <laughs> no, he's a very nice guy, but Chris is this wonderful mix of having everything really together and then not. Oh, I think his professional life is 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 on point, <laughs> but his personal life is chaos. Well, so it's I mean, the dating thing has been documented to some degree, Chris, and we've talked about how, you know, there's been some challenges there. You've never Did you tell us you've never told somebody that you love them? I mean, or you like, haven't since you were like a child? Not in recent years, you know what I mean? Like that is a big leap for me is what I was basically saying that I haven't I mean, I haven't taken a relationship seriously in like over a decade. So, I mean, the thing I like <laughs> about Chris Oh my god, dude, I've been in two marriages in the last decade. <laughs> no, man, like I had like the perfect <laughs> test year. <laughs> no, not a last year, that's a lie. And you know what I don't have? Emotional trauma. This decade. Yeah. That is nuts, man. Literally. Yeah. Uh, I will say this about Chris, though. Uh, you know, to add on to that, that, but I'll, I won't unpack that. Uh, the thing I appreciate about Chris, and, I, and I'm shocked so many times on the show where we'll just be talking in between songs or whatever's going on, and he will just drop a nugget that blows me away of some crazy thing that has happened to him. Because my life is pretty boring yeah. by comparison. Well, and but by Chris, design, yeah. And by design. But Chris, even though, like, you know, he, he cut off a toe the other day. Well, that's why I was going to bring <laughs> this oh, up, right? But, because uh, but yeah, he didn't... He, Nothing ever. He, he nothing he affects his on-air performance, which I appreciate. Oh. No matter what's going on. So that's what I wanted to get to. No. Is Cut off the toe, man. He, but he he went through the entire show on Friday, and then at the end of it goes because he got up and was like, you know, getting ready to leave for the day, and he's kind of hobbling Limping. a little bit, and he's like, I think I need to go to the doctor, and we're like, why? And he's like, I, I sort of lopped off half of my toe yeah. last night, and... I might need stitches. I might need stitches, and we're like, yeah, man, you should go to the doctor. What was your decision? Did you go to the doctor and get stitches? Or are you just what? lack of toe? What do you think I did? I you did not go. You did not go. I think you poured some... Well, hydrogen peroxide on it and wrapped it up in a bandage. I, I thought about it. I gave it serious thought on multiple days. Um, but no, I did not go. We've well, got but, good insurance, Chris. Uh, so so here's the story is that this, this happened and I was doing something incredibly stupid. And, and so that started the whole thing. I was barefoot, stepping up on a table that I knew was not going to hold my weight. To just grab something real quick, and the whole thing broke and came crashing down, and like scrapes everywhere. But glass table or what? Uh, no, it was just like a wooden end table thing that I have. That's kind of like it's got uh, USB plugs on it. It's like a okay. Side, I like side how table. us dudes are so stupid. We know that this cannot hold Dude, our I weight, knew it but we tell do ourselves it. if I just do it quick. Yeah, I was like, I just needed to, to like launch myself up. Yeah, to, yeah, I'll just, yeah. I'll, I won't put all my weight on. I'll just but now you're toeless. I mean, and, and it cut into the bottom of my big toe, and it took a chunk out. And immediately, the, the pool of blood that was on my kitchen floor, mm. I got like lightheaded, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna faint. 
That's and how you bleed out, man. Yeah, yeah. So I, I wrapped it. <laughs> you bleed out from a toe cut. <laughs> what, a, what a crappy way to go. You're sitting there, a USB dangling next to you. That's the last thing that you see. Well, dude, I couldn't I couldn't look at it because I thought it was going to faint. It was so bad. So if I, you I just died, wrapped I, it and forgot about it. If you would have died on your headstone, I would have put totally uh, avoidable. But you did not. Well, I mean. <laughs> so deserved I, it. I finally unwrapped it over the weekend and, and like, brought myself to look at it because it was, you know, and it's 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 gnarly. It's bad. But uh, I bet it's going to get infected. Yeah, have you put Neosporin in there? I, I, I put some Neosporin on it. I put a band on it. Neosporin ain't going to help a half a toe. You dude. can't look at it because it's so bad and you're like, nah. Do you need to look at it? No, I'm just it's gonna grow back. It's fine. That's It'll not how back. that works. No, it's just going it to heal over. It's not like a lizard's not, tail. Guys, I have scars everywhere that should have got stitches that I never did. So because was this your little toe? That was my big toe. Big toe. Uh, yeah. That's an important toe. You can so, lose a little toe, but here's, you can't lose the big toe. Here's the thing. I mean, I'm not a medical professional, but what I do <laughs> feel like I know about toes and injuries is that a lot of times. You have to let that breathe, and you cannot put that in your shoe. You might get an infection, yeah, man. Yeah, you like, gotta check that out. Boot, there are boots that they put people in if you were to have gotten. The key word here is might. Oh my god! No, but we Dude, don't. We don't. Might. We, we need don't want to hire another pro- another producer. <laughs> we need don't lose yet. me over a toe. You're but so we good. might. Have you seen gout? <laughs> Worst case scenario, they have to lob also, it off, and then then I'm the nine toe producer. And if we're working, Chris nine toes. And if we're worried about the it. money for this, which we shouldn't, because again, you have good insurance. You have the same insurance I do. Uh, we right. should start. A feet finder account Ooh, for Chris for people that have and put dis- these yeah. funky. It's definitely there's be definitely a niche now. there. It's we, never going to look the same. It's after like a this. bowl, perfect for. <laughs> but can we? Can we, is there a thing as like foot fish? Like, like we could scooper. like find a, a pretty woman to uh, you know pretend that has Chris's gnarled well, ass feet. I don't think that that would fly. I don't think it's going to work. Yeah. We can't do that. I'm going to end it like this because this is the real reason I didn't do anything about it is because I have a female doctor who is quite attractive and that is just way too embarrassing to go and to her. The delusion? That gonna, no, she's the worried delusion. that he's going to say that he loves her. No, I'm going to faint <laughs> on the spot in front of her at oh the side God. of the injury. Yeah. So I'm, you think I'm there's sure a that, chance? I'm sure that she's really pining for the, the toeless dude who can't dude, say I love go you. Go to a quick care, bro. Okay, but also if you're going to a doctor that you can't tell all of the things you need to tell your doctor, because change your doctor. Yeah. Because she's too hot. You gotta, when you I gotta, went to the doctor over the choking thing that I had months ago, she put her hands around my throat, and that was the first time in my life that I was about ready to say I love you. I was like, oh. <laughs> she was trying to kill you, man. Uh, Blood like rushed it. right to his toe and immediately healed it. <laughs> it's the Dave and Mahoney Show. Dave and Mahoney present: Are you smarter than a community college dropout? Probably not. Bruce is joining us today for a round of Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? Bruce, before we get going, a couple of questions for you. One, how are you doing today? Excellent. Tell us about your level of education. How far did you get in school? Uh, college. College, okay. Did you graduate college or did you just go to some college? Yes. Okay, great. <clears throat> graduate. All right, so Mahoney, you are going to get Kansas up at... university. Which university? Kansas. Kansas University, oh, okay. Oh, man. <laughs> Why? Because you're a... I'm a Kentucky, Kentucky fan. So maybe fan. you'll keep some uh, collusion from happening while I'm out of the room. <laughs> no one's ever colluding. You uh-huh. just lose a lot. Okay, so Mahoney's <laughs> leaving now, and he's going to go to a soundproof space where he's unable to hear. Let's see whether he normally goes to the bathroom right around this time. So we'll see whether or not that time's out. I'm going to ask you guys the same questions, Bruce. You do have one pass today. I would just encourage you to use that sooner rather than later if you feel like you need it. Today, we have a theme, given that this week is what it is. It's all Super Bowl trivia. Are you ready to go? 
I am. Okay, question number one. In what year did the first Super Bowl take place? Um, I think it was 67. All right. Question number two. What team has played in the most Super Bowls? The most appearances. What team? Mm. Probably, I'm going to say the Patriots. Okay. Question number three, and the most correct is going to get the, uh, the 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 point on this one. So even if you don't know them all, just give me all the ones that you do know. There are four NFL teams that have never appeared in a single Super Bowl. Ooh. Name as many as you can. Uh, I think I should pass on that one. All right. Probably good use of the pass. Here we go. On to question number four. Uh, Super Bowl 38 was the infamous Janet Jackson wardrobe malfunction that took place during the halftime show. What two teams played in that Super Bowl? <laughs> 38? Yeah. Um, Patriots and Carolina. Okay. I'm not going to tell you how many, like, you've gotten correct until Mahoney comes in and answers. Uh, you're doing very well. Question number five, what NFL quarterback Hall of Famer never got a Super Bowl ring? Was that A, John Elway, B, Terry Bradshaw, or C, Dan Marino? Um, Dan Marino, I think. All right. And final question, what NFL team has won the most Super Bowls? And there's actually two correct answers because there's two that are tied for the most wins, so either team would be correct. Um, Patriots. All right. Mahoney is going to re-enter the room now. Good job timing out your pee there. Mahoney, you did great. You know what? Also, while Mahoney's walking back to his chair and closing the, the studio door here, because um, he didn't do good first time. I don't know how Something's the doorknob door. does Something's that. With our door. It looks like it's about to fall off the hinges. But yeah, but you close. You that, that's you, not me. No, what? you put that up. Why? Well, because Why? I, it literally looks like it's dangling off. It bounced, it bounced off. Um, <laughs> but this gentleman took his time and did a very good job, and I feel like that—that that was I was very impressed. Yes, uh, unlike Mahoney, he actually thought about his answer before he yells it, <laughs> and then when he doesn't get it right, he didn't just scream. It's weird. What a, what a strange Those strategy. who hesitate, sit and wait. Okay, I what? think that that works for, like, stop signs, <laughs> not necessarily for I Are You Smarter. All know. right, so all Super Bowl trivia today. Sure. Question number one, what year did the first Super Bowl take place? 58 years ago, right? Uh -huh. Is that where it's Super Bowl 58? Well, so Let's see if he can do the math. You got five seconds. You don't get to give me a, a time. You just said, you just said Bruce Three, took 14 two. years. Pass. <laughs> okay, Mahoney, you got that incorrect with your pass. Bruce got it right. Uh, 1967 is the correct okay. answer there. Uh, question number two, what team has played in the most Super Bowls? Played in the most Super Bowls? <sighs> I mean, it's got to be the Patriots, right? Patriots is correct. Both of you got that right. Well done. That's a crazy stat. I'm learning so much right now. Well, uh, Brady's played it. I mean, Brady, the fact that Brady has more Super Bowl wins than any individual team is wild. the craziest. Uh, so what four NFL teams have not appeared in a single Super Bowl? And even if you can't get them all right, just name as many as you can, and we'll see whether or not okay. that's good for you. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars? Okay. There's Carolina Panthers? No. Carolina Panthers have been in the Super Bowl? Mm -hmm. Really? Uh, ooh. I hate this question. I hate you. 
I'm whatever, man. Just move on. I don't care. I'm the, you know what? I don't care about this this week's. Are you smart? You're already giving up. I'm done. You don't even you're giving up. I, these you, these you are supposed to be. These are supposed to be history questions. They it, not sports trivia. Literally history. Have the Titans okay. been? Okay. Uh, so the four teams that have not been there. And Mahoney, you actually get the point on that one uh-huh. because Bruce passed on that. So it's the Cleveland Browns, the oh. Detroit Lions, the yeah. Houston Texans, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. I was thinking. Okay. Yeah. And what's wild is that three out of those four teams were actually pretty close, close this year. Yeah. yeah. All right, question number four. Uh, Super Bowl 38, the infamous Janet Jackson wardrobe malfunction, took place during the halftime show. What two teams played in that Super Bowl? These are ridiculous questions Oh, because you don't today. know them. Yeah. So, so 38 you got 20 two. years ago. Uh, it's not a math question. It's what two teams played. Well, but you, you what, Super Bowl 38, like I'm supposed to know the year right off the top of my head? Mm-hmm. Is that the Patriots? Who do they? Pl- who would they play that year? I don't know. Pass. You don't the have team. Well, it's the team that he thought had never been to the Super Bowl. Panthers were in that. Super really? Bowl. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't. Man, again. hard to hard to imagine a good Panthers team. Uh, all right. Question number five: What NFL Hall of Fame quarterback never got a Super Bowl ring? Was that John Elway, Terry Bradshaw, or Dan Marino? Marino. Uh, Dan Marino is correct. You guys both got that right. This is the worst game of Are You Smarter that well, has ever been we're themed written. today. I don't uh-huh. care about the theme. Okay, cool. Uh, what NFL team has won the most Super Bowls? There's two correct answers because there's two teams. Steelers and the Patriots. Steelers and Patriots. That is correct. You got that right, and so did Bruce. Mahoney, you actually, you did really despite well all for of your you bitching, like yeah. you got four correct. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately for you, Bruce got them all correct outside of his pass. He got five right. Well done, Bruce. You win today. Thanks, guys. I'm sorry you had to deal with such a stupid quiz today, Bruce. I apologize. He absolutely aced it. It was not stupid at all. People like sports. Yeah. People people tend to like the Super Bowl. There you go. (laughs) This is the David Mahoney Show. David Mahoney. I don't know what this is all about. You just told me to call your dummy. There's nothing you can say they haven't heard before. Leave us a message by calling 833-YO-DUMMY. All right, so the Super Bowl is coming up, and I just want to know who was your favorite Super Bowl halftime performer? All right, band or single performer, whatever. Message Prince. deleted. Uh, recently, I think Bruno Mars is so good. I enjoyed the hip hop one with Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, and Eminem. That was like for cool. more contemporary. But going back, I think the best Super Bowl halftime show that I've ever seen in my life was the Prince. Yeah, but, I mean, was was the prince? I have, I have a hard time like ranking them because the they started doing this at least in the last you know fifteen years where the Super Bowl halftime performance is clearly not for me. Yeah, because they've already got me mm-hmm. watching, and so I I understand that. But I mean, I've never been like a huge Bruno Mars fan. I just when he's out there by himself and there's a single spotlight on him and he's just singing, and you're like, man, that guy is just an uber talent, just so good. So I've a lot of respect for him. I like the weekends. COVID Ugh, halftime. You would one. I know nobody else I did, but I forgot about that. This thing's total turd. Worst half no, halftime no, performance ever. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the weekend. You would be. I would have to go with Beyonce because hers was like an actual literal performance, and it was its only halftime performance that has its own like special done about it. Yeah. The only rock I can think of was Metallica that, and Lady Gaga. Did Metallica play? Wasn't that the theirs? They did. Didn't they do like a Gaga? Aerosmith. Aerosmith and The Who were the last two rock bands that I remember playing the halftime report or halftime show. And those were those were a long time ago. 
I do remember the uh, the Creed performance, not a, oh, not, not a Super Bowl. But that was a championship, <laughs> right, or a division. <laughs> yeah, it was in Dallas, and Scott Stapp's dumbass is flying around on cables. <laughs> Dude, that it's is so a moment though. in history, that, oh, Dave. Man. That was something that, like, when you when our when our uh, when our great grandchildren look back at, uh, you know. Peak culture. And that, like, that you, was actually, you actually like this Dude. band? You're like, yeah. I love Paramount them. Plus has a Super Bowl ad with Creed in it. Do they yeah. really? Oh, oh yeah. man. You're telling Everything me. So, like, back. it does. There, there's a, that was like, what, 99, probably 2001, somewhere, probably, right, somewhere right, right in there. Anything like pre 9 11 can be argued like 99, the year 2000, maybe even 99, because Y2K didn't happen yet and the, the internet bubble hadn't busted. That's peak society, man. Yeah. That was peak society. We had like, it right then. We had just enough connectivity with technology where uh, we could get maps and figure stuff around. We had cell phones, but we didn't really have texting or social media. But we didn't that know was, just how awful everyone else was because social media didn't exist. Yeah. yeah. Bruno was, Mars has performed twice yeah. at the halftime Super Bowl. Yeah. 2014 and 2016. I'm, I'm going through and I'm looking at the list right now. Are there any, and, uh, what was the last rock? Was it Aerosmith? I'm scrolling through. So does Maroon 5 count? No. Question mark? No. no, no. <laughs> Coldplay, does that count? Yeah, not really. Chili Peppers? <laughs> yes. Okay, yeah. so, so Bruno Mars and Red Hot Chili Peppers, 2014. Okay. Lenny Kravitz, 2015. Okay. All right. All right. Lenny Kravitz is rock. Sure. Okay. Bruce Ish. Springsteen, 2009. Okay. All right. 2008, Tom Petty. Uh, see, you know what? Yeah. Stones, 06. Paul McCartney, 05. Where did that yeah, kind of... Where that, was going on? That was all going on there, man. I don't remember any of those halftime. Who was in charge then? And can we bring them back? Bring them back. Good Lord. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, guys. Love the show. Love you guys. Um, this is for Audrey. I have two dogs, two cats. The two dogs are about 20 pounds. Each, something like that. Inside dog. Those cats don't care about the dog. They'll fight them anytime. So I was just kind of worried about little Elmo. Once the cat gets inside, yeah, they might make a little Elmo burrito. I don't know, Audrey. Maybe you should uh, be super kind to them cats. Anyway, here you go. Message deleted. Maybe I should be super kind to them. They are noodle cats. And what I mean by that is that I can grab them by their front arms or their front legs and they just dangle. They let me do anything to them and they love Elmo and they snuggle each other all day. They're so the ones they're- who are going to eat you if you die, though. Oh, yeah, the, the cats always eat you. But they already, like, lick my face, and I think that often. I'm like, yeah. are you, like, getting a little snack, a little, a little, little taste, taste tester? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, a little yeah. appetizer for what my face would be if I were to die in Audrey's this apartment? Like, I know I look like a snack, but stop. But stop. I'm <laughs> like, quit. oh, God, keep on eating. Okay. God. Uh, yo, dummies, uh, did you miss me? But the last time I called and left a message, uh, you guys kind of said some things that were hurtful. You said that you agreed that you sucked because you were playing my message on the air, and only because of that. I never did say that you sucked, and I never did say that I hated you. So you guys need to stop calling me a hater. And the part of my message that you said you couldn't understand last time, well, here it is. I'll redo it. Good schmigel. Here's good advice to nasty radio announcers. And they say, hey, King. Hey, King. Good Schmeagle, not hate. Bye now. Message deleted. What, a, what an impersonation, my friend. I mean. <laughs> Was he trying to be Schmeagle? Yes. Yeah. From Lord Gollum. of the Rings? Yeah. yeah. Bro. What? <laughs> I literally just rewatched the trilogy I, of that, and I have Schmeagle's voice, Gollum's voice, very well put in my head, and I don't remember him sounding like he was from, like, Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> More door next to Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, very, very close, yeah. This is the Dave, Dave and Mahoney, Mahoney Show. When you're looking for love... Hey, baby, you want... Yeah. 
and in all the wrong places. You want to see what a mistake looks like? It's the Missed Connection Inspection on Dave and Mahoney. Everyone's looking for love in their own way, and some people think, well, I didn't shoot my shot when I had the opportunity in person, so let me take it to Craigslist. And that's what the Misconnection Inspection is all about. These are still real people out there posting on Craigslist thinking, I'm going to find that special person. Dave, many years ago, in our rich friend's dad's wood-filled basement, we put our hands on a stack of Playboys, penthouse forum letters, and hustlers, and we swore to help these freaks fly their flags as high as they possibly can. So that's what we're doing today, bringing these weirdos together from the Internet. It gets worse every time you do that. So this first one is entitled, We Stared at Each Other. This is a man for a woman. As I was pulling into the driveway, you caught my eyes, and it seemed like you may have noticed, so you started to stare back. You looked very beautiful, so I had a hard time disrupting my gaze. You were wearing leggings and carrying a bag as you were exiting. I wish we were in a situation where we could initiate conversation. I'm sure that it's you. Where did this happen, and what was I driving? Took place at about 3.30 in the morning. What? 3.30 in the morning? Just staring at each other? If anybody's staring at me at 3.30 in the morning, I think you're going to murder me and wear my face as a mask. Yep. Also, she's she's <laughs> leaving some sort of building at 3.30 in the morning, and you're in a vehicle. She couldn't see you. You were yeah. staring at her, man. It's dark. She couldn't see you. Chill out, bro. Christ. Stop being that's, creepy. That's pretty alarming as a woman. Man for a woman here, Backyard Taco. Yeah. You helped me with my quesadilla t- this afternoon. You made me a burrito quesadilla. Mm-hmm. Actually spell it like that. And you gave me a nice customer service. We wanted maybe to keep talking, but you were at work, and I was with a relative. If you happen to see this, reply me, and let's talk. I was the gray hair guy. You think the manager, we both speak Spanish. So wait, <laughs> Dave, do, did, how did they speak, spell quesadilla to where it's pronounced that way? Q-U-E-Z-A-D-I-L-L-A. Queza. Quesadilla. And this is the thing that just sucks. Because, man, like, this dude's so starved for attention that he rolls into a fast food taco place. And and she's just She's just just (laughs) taking your order, bro. (sighs) This is a uh, woman for a man. I don't know if there is some sort of innuendo here that I'm not getting. It's entitled Desert Diamond. You asked me if I needed a jump. I said it will start. Didn't need the jump. Ah. What? Yeah. Maybe I'm not getting something there, but... You didn't need a jump. He asked you for a jump. You said no, and that's it? Gross. Mm. Uh, And the final one is entitled, I had pneumonia. This is a woman for a man. I was put in a room on the fifth floor of the John C. Lincoln Hospital, and you were my nurse on your two to three shifts. Your name is Alex, and I had grown quite fond of you. You were very professional and caring. You are exceptional at your job, from what I can see on my end. I was going to give you my number, but missed on the way out. It's not easy to express or show your interest in someone when you can't get up and go to the restroom on your own, so I apologize. I suppose there's a number of things I could have done, but hindsight's always better than a grandma's, right? I know you said I said the wrong joke. Anyhow, if you find this and you're available, get in touch with me on my email in the reply box. Hope to hear from you. If not, I know where you work and it won't be that hard to find you. Just kidding. Totally not a stalker. But I'm still going Jesus. to leave this part because I am weird. Not in the get away from me weirdo, but you're kind of a dork kind of weird. Also, there is no E in my name. No, get away from me weirdo. You are definitely weird. Also, I would like to know how often that has ever worked. When you are in the hospital for an extended period of time that a nurse will date a patient. Like, if you're a hot-ass nurse, the what, person are they what are they looking for? What are they looking for? A, 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 a sick-ass or, like, broken-ass leg? <laughs> like, like you know, wonky-ass person like you? Or, you know, the doctors who are making millions of dollars? Could be that. Yeah. 
You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So yesterday, my wife said something to me, and it was a little surprising. She said, I've never had a fear of birds before. Do you guys know anyone that has a fear of birds? I mean, I don't like them. Okay. I have no fear of birds. I'll I'll straight up punch any bird. When we lived in Houston for that short amount of time, we both lived in the same part of town called Pearland, and there was this gathering of birds every night around dusk where there was thousands of birds. And it wasn't pigeons. It was like blackbirds. Like yeah. blackbirds, and they would all gather and hang out on the power lines, and that That's kind happened of freaked in my hometown. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of ominous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was still like, I'll uppercut, you know, a raven. But, I mean, it's only specific times of the year. Yeah, so yesterday we were, we were outside. Did and one of your children get stolen by a hawk? No, but this, it was kind of close. So we we were out there, and I'm like, my God, look at the size of that bird. I'm like, that thing is much bigger than even, like, a bald eagle. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, this bird's wingspan had to have been at least eight feet. You I know mean, what kind of bird massive. I do. And it, it was flying up above, and then I'm like, man, this thing's getting pretty close to the ground here, and it's clearly looking for something. Is your youngest baby out there? She is. <laughs> I mean, because she looks like a morsel, probably, the size of, you know, I mean, a little bit bigger than a dog. So th- that there, there was two, I mean, outside of, you know, the adults that were out there and my older kids, our baby... Little Ruby, who is, you know, not even two years old yet. With her pigtails. With her little pigtails That's just running perfect around. For grabbing I one, know. One one claw for so, each pigtail. And it was it was multiple of these birds as well. I'm like, these things are massive. Like, what is oh. going on? Button, the little dog is out there. My mother-in-law's oh. dog as well. Oh, and he's, and he's like teeny a teeny tiny. Dude, he's like a combo. Like uh-huh. he, I mean, to to a bird those that size. And so I realized as it starts to get closer, oh, those are massive vultures. Mm. Oh, the, are they like the turkey vultures or whatever? I guess. I mean, uh-huh. there it was jet black, and I think maybe had a red head. I couldn't really tell the, the color of its head because I wasn't that close to it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, these were massive, massive So something birds. was dying or that, close to dying in so that there, area. There was something that was already dead that was, like, in the park across the street from our house, and so they were circling. Gross. And How do they smell that stuff from all the way up there? That's the, just their... It's the vision, man. That's what is they do. Is it the vision or is it smell? Uh, I mean, I, the thing that was dead because I walked over there, and uh, it was not big enough to, to smell. It was just like part of, I think maybe one of them had dropped it or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but this massive thing is swirling around. And this is right at the time where both Button and my daughter, Ruby, are like running around in the front yard. And my wife looks to me and she goes, I've never had a fear of birds before, but I think I've just developed one. Because I start telling her about how one of those, it's got an eight foot wingspan. It could probably snatch up a kid. Small kid. A small kid. Yeah, I mean, your, your youngest daughter, what's what she weigh, like 15 pounds? Maybe 20, 20, 25 pounds. Yeah. Maybe. But it could certainly snatch up Button, my mother-in-law's dog. Oh, without even breaking, yeah. without even breaking stride. It could just swoop in, grab and, that little dog. And so I, uh, did you just look something up, Audrey? I did. So, I mean, just, just so that we're all aware, the vultures really do have that crazy sense of smell. Oh, they do? It's the so smell. They sniff. I mean, it depends on the, the breed of vulture, I guess. Okay. But right. I mean, but for the most part, they use their crazy scent, their do crazy you, nose so What do you mean you're 800 feet up in the air and you can smell something? You, you can smell something dying. Do you think that bird, if I farted down in my yard okay. and smell it? <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 you think that bird's smelling? He's like, already like, looking kind of bloated, like, too. <laughs> if you're... Like, he, that bird just keeps circling because it's looking at Mahoney. He's like, he's almost about, dead. <laughs> about. <laughs> 
So these birds are circling, and one of them, like, actually goes and lands in the park across the street. And, you know, Ruby and, and Button are still out there. My wife kind of starts freaking out because there's another one that's circling. And she, like, goes sprinting after Ruby just to go get her. Yeah. Just out of, you know, an abundance of caution. And meanwhile, and I don't know if this is inappropriate to me, but, like, meanwhile, I'm, like, covering Button in barbecue sauce. Dave and Mahoney. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash on Dave and Mahoney. So this is pretty wild to see the news that Shane Gillis is going to be hosting Saturday Night Kiss Live. Kiss the ring. Kiss uh, the ring, it's man. It's wild, man, because <laughs> I didn't think that Shane Gillis had gotten big enough to warrant this yet. Well, but also the first time that Shane Gillis really kind of became a- into the public zeitgeist, was because of some controversy with SNL. He was supposed to be a writer. They booted him out before now, he even started. Well, for sure. I mean, that's the that's whole thing. That's why though, it's is that massive. It, it's such a big story because he did famously, that's the first time I'd ever even heard of Shane Gillis, Sure, got fired from Saturday Night Live before he even started because of some comments he made on a podcast that some people were offended by. And I didn't think that Lorne would be able to kind of tuck his tail in a way but and I'm have Shane Gillis. Shane would even go and do it. Oh, I not. think it's a full circle slap in the face moment. Like, I am big enough to host now. I see, I don't know if I would host. I also don't know if, like, Shane Gillis is big enough to host where it, it, it felt like his hand their hand was being forced, right? I mean, if you think about big comedians out there, I mean, we've been talking about how Shane Gillis is hilarious, and if you haven't seen his special on Netflix, it's arguably the best one that's on there right now. I mean, we've been singing his praises for a long time, but normally when I say Shane Gillis to somebody, they go, who? You know, and you kind of have to explain to them. Well, but I mean, it doesn't, whenever you're thinking about Netflix specials, though, his is one of the longest running outside of Chappelle and the top 10 on Netflix. So if you're saying you don't know who that is, then I think that you're just kind of out of pop culture. Well, or you're not watching comedy, you know, which I or get it. you're not it's, paying it's, attention to the top but, 10 on Netflix. But I think if you sure. if you are a comedy fan, he's he certainly come onto your radar. If you've watched Beautiful Dogs, which is an amazing special. But it's like he's one of the next premier comedians. Again, Chappelle still kind of reigning at number one. And then you've got a couple other ones who are who are jockeying for those, uh, you know, those that, that secondary tier behind Chappelle. And, uh, you know, Shane Gillis, Joe Rogan, Tom Segura, Burt Kreischer, that whole, like, Rogan crew is blowing up right now. I mean, and Shane Gillis, I think, is the best stand-up out of all of them, and I love Tom Segura. So, Shane Gillis, February 24th, going to be the host it, of Saturday Night Because I don't think Tom Segura's ever hosted I don't think so. SNL. No, and, no he and, hasn't. And, and arguably, Tom Segura currently is a bigger star. Yeah, bigger name. Bigger yep. name than Shane Gillis, so it's it's interesting that they're uh, they're moving forward with it. So classy move by Bill Belichick. I actually did not expect this. I just uh, thought that Bill Belichick would have gone back into his cave after you know losing his job as the head coach of the Patriots, and that would sort of be that. You know, maybe he would resurface as a as a head coach again in the NFL if that's what he wanted to do. I don't think you know he has anything left to prove necessarily, but uh, Bill Belichick decided that he was going to take out a full page ad in the Boston Globe to express his gratitude to Patriots fans after uh, parting ways, kind of unceremoniously with the team last month. Do you think Belichick ends up in a TV role, Dave? No, Bill Belichick is terrible on TV. Terrible. See, I mean, I, I get hear, that you could I, you know, play that card and like he's just a grumpy, grumpy. I, you know. But I, I hear though, you know, in his when he wants to turn on the charm. He can like that when he's not in Coach Belichick mode. When he's just Bill, yeah. or he is a pretty likable, affable dude. I would like to see it. 
Maybe okay. my perception is just that of him being the grumpy coach with the one word answers. But yeah, I don't know, man. But like, it could also be funny on TV too. It could be you, funny. But let's also, go to Bill. Nah, they're, they're, they're both going to lose. back to the table. They suck. <laughs> <laughs> like Bill's got his own little side simulcast. <laughs> just like over there on the side. I love that for him. So Argyle is uh, in movie theaters right now. I'm hearing earned... so many mixed reviews about this. Yeah, same. I like. I've, I've heard that. It was mid. I've heard that it was really good. The cast is obviously impressive, but it's a bit of a flop, which is kind of the first time that we've seen. Because it's Henry Cavill, or whatever his name is. See, but Henry Cavill has some has some flops, but it's the director who did the Kingsman movies, which have gotten, I mean, they didn't get critical success. You know, I think most of those are floating around 50 to 60% from the critics. The audience are usually in the high, are, are much higher, but the critics don't seem to love those movies. And I'm a big fan of, of the, I'm a big fan of the of that series. The director, I've seen a couple of his other things as well. So I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it when it makes its way to streaming for sure. But yeah, do at the box office only doing 18 million dollars its opening weekend. Kind of um, kind of lackluster considering that how many stars are in it. But I will also say this: I'm also going to stop. I also got to stop looking at. Rotten Tomatoes. So Rotten Tomatoes, thirty four percent according to the critics, seventy one percent according to the audience. So you're right. I mean, the, the the critics tend to get a lot of stuff wrong, and there's yeah. all that scandal about you know it's, certain movies being bought off and, and paying dumb critics action and stuff. movies or fun action movies that yeah. are just kind of silly never do very well. So you know, I, I will reserve my judgment for it, but I'm also just kind of like done with Rotten Tomatoes. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. How do you really feel? Tell, Tell us. us. By calling the Dave and Mahoney Show voicemail at 833-YO-DUMMY. Yo dummy. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, guys. Love the show. Love you guys. Carlitos here again. I was listening to you guys talk about Tyreek Hill. You all are giving this uh, wide receiver way too much credit. You all know. Dave, come on, man. They're dumb. They're so stupid. They're uneducated. <sighs> so, uh... Yeah, this Tyreek Hill thing. Come on, man. Do you think he knows what the what what is what? No, he don't know. Shit. All right, guys, love the show. Message deleted. That was a really. I would like to see what he just said written down on paper. <laughs> he said Tyreek Hill's a moron <laughs> in the most roundabout way possible. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, look, we all can't be good at everything, right? Tyreek Hill is a super athlete. Uh, you know, expecting that he's going to have his uh, his baby mamas and finances in line. Uh, if know, anybody's ever played a video game where you create a character, you get to choose the points that the attributes go into. His all went into strength and dexterity. Yes, you know, ours went into. Uh, what did ours go into? We didn't. We didn't have as many starting points. <laughs> Maybe a couple into charisma. Yeah. Stretch. Not intelligence. Adele's "Rolling in the Deep." That is probably the greatest song I've ever heard by a female. Thank you. <laughs> Message deleted. Okay. Interesting caveat there. Uh, I will oh say, my God! I will say I got to see Adele. Like God almost 15 years ago now when she was just doing like showrooms yeah. in Las Vegas. Yeah. And, you know, it was me and maybe 1,500 people and I didn't know who she was. The girl who I was dating at the time drug me to it and it was, it's a top three concert for me. I, I mean, it was, I, I can't speak to her concerts now. I mean, they're in stadiums worldwide and, you know, they sell out like crazy. But I will tell you, in a, not even a finished, like it was a ballroom, like they have conventions in at yeah. the, pa- or at the, uh, Cosmopolitan. At the Cosmopolitan. And top three concert of all time for me. I will say that I think we can all agree that Adele is a very talented musician. 
for being an untalented woman. You know, I mean, the, <laughs> yeah. as a species, women are fairly ungifted, and she's just Same. pretty good, you know. Quit leaning into it. <laughs> it was bad enough the first time. You don't need to double down. <laughs> but you know what's so funny is that he did not, I know he probably did not mean it that way, oh. but the way it came out was really just something. And we're, <laughs> really stupid something. Woman. And we're dicks, so, yeah. <laughs> we'll just was, pile on. Okay, For okay. a woman. Do you think they still give out chips in Gamblers Anonymous? Message deleted. Can you take those chips to the casino cage and try to cash them in? You know, the the, the one thing that I think about with, with gambling, uh, every time that somebody's like, aren't you gambling too much? Uh, is the, the Norm McDonald quote. I don't know if you've ever seen that. He said they call gambling a disease, but it's the only disease where you can make a whole bunch of money. <laughs> Which is the perfect Norm joke. It is. Dumbasses. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So as men of the people, broadcasters of the people, Mahoney, I believe that it is our duty to make sure that this stops immediately, and I think that maybe we should take matters into our own hands or have somebody take our matter into their hands. What are you uh, talking about, San Diego Dave? authorities have shut down a massage parlor called the Ocean Spa uh, in San Diego following a months-long investigation. I always love these months-long uh-huh. investigations. How many hand jobs did these undercover cops get in this month-long investigation? There was a report, I don't know, a few years ago now, where it was, I think it was the Tampa Police Department, but the, the detectives that were a part of the vice team that would go and bust the illicit strip clubs where there was stuff happening in the back rooms, the massage parlors where all these happy endings were together, they, they were emphatic that in order for them to effectively do their job and to really be undercover that they had to go in and see these acts through Mm -hmm. in order to make sure that uh, they were actually going on. Guys are so horny. That's so horny. Like, what do you mean you need to get a rogue Uh old-fashioned, like just a little job? Like, what the heck? uh, So how many people were arrested here? So the investigation uh, revealed multiple complaints from residents about disruptive activities, including loud moaning, people hooking up in parked cars, and even online ads promoting that you could go there and get hooked up. So the business allegedly operated as a sex shop rather than a legitimate massage parlor. The probe involved undercover detectives spending over 125 hours compiling evidence. Wink! Yeah, leading gross. to four arrests. Four. Four. So this is four this people. is our public dollars that are uh, at work. Great news on this. And as somebody who lived in San Diego, Dave, uh, I, I was not uh, uh, familiar with the Ocean Spa. Did you that, look it up? That that uh, yeah, I never 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 had a chance to uh, experience that particular location. But I will tell you, my biggest regret about living in San Diego is that I never got uh, to visit the tubs. And if you're not familiar with the tubs, Audrey, there was a show on... Um, I thought you said the tugs. I was like, that, that place well, is pretty Well, there obvious. were a lot of tugs <laughs> happening at the tubs. The tubs were most famously, uh, they were made famous on a little show on the CW or the uh, UPN called Blind Date. Okay. With the, uh, it was a, you don't I remember that one? I remember Blind Date, but what happened at this? They would always just go to like a weird hot tub place. This was just a, this was basically a rent by the hour motel that was just hot tubs. Ew. You could go in and rent a hot tub for 15 minutes to, you know, however many hours you want to use this hot tub. Uh-huh. And uh, whatever happens, happens. And they're all on their own. 
rooms with no windows, and there are uh, prophylactics in there. Oh, my oh. goodness gracious. You never, you always don't remember, I mean, Dave, you don't remember blind date and all those hot tub dates that they would want? No, Somehow they would all, there would always be a chick grinding on a guy in a hot tub, and you're oh. like, where are they at? See, because a bathing suit doesn't really protect from all of the, ugh. Yeah, there's just so many fluids. Slime. Yeah. Everywhere slime. So your, your biggest regret is never going there? Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Is it closed down now? It did close. Ah. It closed. It closed many years ago. That's and, uh, what a bummer, yeah. Like yeah. Opportunity loss. I Maybe bet. we should open up our own version no. of uh, the no, tubs. No, I don't no, think that's no, how we make no. money. But I just, I imagine you, Mahoney, uh, laying on your deathbed, and they're like, is there anything that you that you truly regret in this life? And you're like, I missed out on the tubs, man. No, okay. I think that Mahoney, whenever he goes six feet under, it should be just like a six-foot hot tub. We should just, <laughs> just bury you in a hot tub? <laughs> that's lower your, him that's, in. That's your casket? That's right. <laughs> that's a wrap. Well, it's about time. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. At Dave and Mahoney. They're everywhere. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Listen anytime and on demand at Dave and Mahoney. Dot, 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 dot com.